Hi, my friends. It's Sherry Briggs um, with the Relentless Pursuit podcast. And I wanted to, I mean, I, I cannot wait to share what my experience was today at the revival. And I just kind of want to start from the beginning really quickly. I don't want to take up a whole lot of time, but I, I was being very drawn to go. Um, I had been listening, um, paying, you know, paying attention to what's coming, you know, through social media, through um, different preachers and teachers that I love um, and just listening at night. I put the um, worship, just the worship through the night on the lives that were being done, just listening. And I was getting ministered to by those those worship meetings with just with my phone next to my bed. And I just woke up um, Thursday morning, I believe it was. And I'm no, I I don't know. But I, I was like, I knew I needed to go. And I felt like the Lord was telling me to go. I mean, I had like this joy and this hope and. And but financially, that's a big leap to to make a quick reservation. And where am I going to stay? What am I going to do? Anyway, God worked it out. My mom gave me miles to get there. Just total shocker. A dear friend helped me out with helping me get a car because you need a car out here. It's a lot of traveling, a lot of land out here in Kentucky. (laughs) And um, it's just God, it, it was so obvious he wanted me to go. So basically, I caught a plane. I traveled all last night. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. I got, I landed. I got my car. Everything went really well. Uh, nine o'clock in the morning, I got the car and I took off to the revival. And I get there and pulling in, you know, there's once you kind of get to close by Asbury, there's a lot of cars. You can see, oh my gosh, it's early. There's people coming. Well, let me just tell you, today was Saturday and the 18th and the cars, the people, the thousands, the thousands of people today, the thousands. And, um, it was super sweet. Let me back up here. My dear friend, Mary, um, she is a young gal. Her and her family came from Burma as refugees um, back in 2011, I believe it was, or it was 2012. Anyway, uh, very close friends of mine. They now live, they moved and they live in um, Indiana. And uh, she, Mary is super hungry for Jesus. So I'm like, Mary, I, I, I'm like, are you close to this? And this was uh, this was um, Thursday. And she's like, what is it? And I, you know, I shared it with her and um, her and five of her friends or four of her friends took off, got there last night, 1130, got into the chapel with all the other students um, that are you know, just there almost 24 seven and worshiped and read scripture and worshiped. They're supposed to end at 1 a.m. They didn't even want to leave. Nobody left until three. They let Mary and her friends sleep there and just be on campus. They, they you know, they just kind of slept in this one room and it's not like that beds or blankets or anything, but they stayed overnight and couldn't wait for the next day. As a matter of fact, Mary had a plan with her community that she said, I cannot make it to something she'd been, you know, part of and, 
and practicing for it's like a day for their their community she had a dance and she's like no i need to be at this revival well let me just tell you that is the heart behind every person there i gotta get there i gotta get there i gotta get there and you want to know something you the chapel holds about 1700 people but they have other churches and buildings around there that are starting to hold the services too but do you want to know People, we, it's like, we didn't care. We didn't care. I mean, I'm like, okay, what are you, what are we doing? And even the people I was talking to the line, we don't know, but we know we need to be there and, and we're going to wait. We're just there. And, and even if we don't get into the chapel, the grounds, let me tell you today, they had a big screen up on the grass in front of the main building. And it, we were, I was with thousands of hungry people crying out to God. There was repentance. There was scripture reading. There's, and mostly it's all done by the college students. There's the dean of students and maybe a couple other professors, but the, it's all led by the college students. But it was the richest, deepest, most authentic, most humbling, like low key in the sense of a piano and a guitar and vocals. Um, just this beautiful, pure, lovely, gentle, deep, rich, transparent time. I, 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 I was I, basically getting on the property to begin with and, 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 and seeing the people lined up for probably a good mile or maybe a little less, okay? But seeing this and the people crowding all in the grass and little groups breaking out in intercession and praying and I heard deliverances, all of a sudden I'd, I just witness, I'd hear something and I'd witness, but I didn't see a lot of that. It wasn't like there was a lot of that going on. It was just the sweetness of the Lord, but there was some things happening and people would come and gather and pray over that person. Um, there was, there was, um, breakout worship band, people along the lines and off the sides of the streets. I mean, I have never, ever in my life experienced anything so beautiful. Um, right away, I wanted to cry. Right away, I was in tears. Right away, right away, uh, hearing Mary, listening to Mary's excitement about Jesus and what she's experienced at the revival meeting and what she's going to bring back to her community, which is the goal of all of this. And they talked about that today. It's bringing it back. It's bringing it back to the streets. It's bringing it back to the nations. But it, it was it just, it's, it's so tender. So I just found myself crying so many, so many moments. And then they, they, and then I'd have great conversations with strangers, complete strangers, people that were there, hungry, hungry for God, come from all over. They were kind of blown away. Most people were blown away. I'd come all the way from San Diego, but they were hungry and they were coming from all over the, the United States. And then there's people coming from all over the world, but this is really revival. I mean, what I witnessed today with the youth, with the young people, with the college students, with the young adults, and that's the, really their focus is to really hold this for the 16 to 25-year-olds. And this is really them and their revival. And we, being a spiritual mothers and fathers, are like holding them up and, and like saying, go, go. 
And, um, but they, this is really theirs. This is, you know, this revival began during a regular chapel service on a Wednesday, a week ago, Wednesday. And um, there's a YouTube video on this. The the guy who did the, the, the chapel, his last words to the, to the students was, you know what, you're going to have, if you want to know God, you're just going to have to dig in deep yourself. Kind of, kind of in a way of like an exhortation and kind of a strong word. And next thing you know, some of the students, and that was the end of chapel, but some of the students didn't want to leave. And so, so it's like they felt they weren't ready to go. And then some went back to their t- classes and they told their teachers, I don't think I'm done there. I think I need to go back. And they came back. And then the, the guy who was leading chapel that day, the student reached out to the dean. It's like, what do I do? I've got now all these students. They're supposed to be in class. There's all the, you know, what should he goes? I'll pray about it. But then when he actually really prayed about it, God said, go get in there, go be with them. And that was the beginning of what 10 days later is thousands and thousands of people coming just to be there. And you want to know something? I thought, well, 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 what? Well, you know, why am I here? Well, I'm here because I felt like God called me and made made a way for me to go, but I felt like he called me there. I'm also there because this was the most incredibly encouraging moment, time to just see God be, he's there. It's like he's touching lives. It's like, it's like they're kind of trying to describe it as like, he's heard our prayers. He's come to help. And his kindness, just bringing his presence, it's so tangible. It's so thick. I mean, you know, sometimes when you go to church and you're like, you're trying to press in or whatever and feel his presence, like, oh my gosh, it's instant, weighty, deep. And you just, the tears, the gentleness. I'm like worshiping with strangers. There's there's people that are like right next to me that are, I don't even know who they are, what their name is, but we, we're brothers and sisters. It, it was, it's the most incredible experience. I think if anybody is feeling called to go, you need to go. You need to go. And the whole point of it is, is that God is blessing this, but this is intended for us all to bring back to our cities, to the nations. It, it's meant for the world. It's meant for the world as far as it can go. And so, being there, their hope is, and they're talking a lot about this, is that we're bringing, whoever goes is bringing back revival, bringing back something. Because they're saying those these kids will never be the same. I want to tell you right now, what I witnessed, the roar of the crowd of, of these young people, the cheers, the tears, the repenting, the honesty about pornography and, 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 um, addiction and this is this is this started right away and it's continuing with just this deep repentance and so some of the some of the kids came up today they had ten different testimonies and they shared some really heavy things that they were getting deliverance from but what we ended up taking was deliverance experiencing deliverance from you know suicidal thoughts depression all these things so then what they did was they then in turn took that and began to break as a whole thousands of people, we were standing 
against the spirit of death, suicide, and depression. So every time somebody would speak on something that they were giving a testimony about, we would take that and 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 one of them was church hurt. So many of the the young people were like, I've been hurt by church. And one of them, a pastor, I don't know what denomination he was or what, but he's real high up in the denomination. He's big, he's an older guy of a huge church movement. Do not know which one. He stood and he stood and and he had come up to talk about this issue, feeling like God wanted him to bring it up. At the same time, the girl shared that she is struggling with this and this has really affected her her walk with the Lord and how God has healed her at Asbury revival of this because he's bringing all these beautiful other Christians, like-minded, beautiful people in her path there. And they're suddenly so tight, you know, that's just the feeling that's there. Well, at the same time, these two were talking, it was like obvious God wanted us to really deal with church hurt. And this man, this pastor, he repented and he, he confessed before all the young people about what the church and what the leaderships have done wrong is they've they've had like had all the answers they've thought and not listened well. And he did such a good job of just repenting before the kids. And it was almost like then we prayed over that. So it's like everything that comes up, you know, is just getting brought to this everything. It's just cleaning up, cleaning out, purging, cleaning. It, I, I gotta tell you, I, I mean I I didn't want to leave. I did not want to leave. I, I don't, I want to go back right now, but I did need to get home. I needed to eat. I needed to shower and eat and I, I needed to get my place, you know? So, I, but I will be going back tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday and hopefully I'll get into the chapel. But even if I, but even if I don't, I experienced Jesus. I experienced Jesus. I was just immersed, immersed. And and with people, like I mentioned, that were just so eager and just willing to be on the street waiting and lying in the cold for hours just to be in the presence, in the, in the environment with other believers. There's so much more I could say. And, you know, I could not possibly go over everything and share everything with you, but I'm just absolutely blown away. Never, ever in my wildest dreams would I have have I, would I ever thought, or have I ever experienced something like this? Um, one of the songs the kids were singing, this is one thing I wanted to say. They, they sing a lot of the songs that we sing in church that are popular, you know, but they repeat the lyrics. So it's not so busy, you know, it's more of these, the lyrics of Jesus, Jesus, you died for us, Jesus, Jesus, you, you know, just kind of keeping it simple and keeping it in the spirit not too many words. You have to kind of think what you're saying. That's why I really thought that was just so organically like beautiful to bring people just be in the presence of God. But one of the, one of the um, parts of the song that just blessed me and they were, they, they, they were singing it and getting more and more into it, leading us, leading all the crowds. Right. But one part of that song is shake off the ground of all my tradition and break down the walls of all my re religion. Oh, they were singing that scene. We're following that. And it got louder and louder and stronger and stronger. We're talking 
to men, women, children, like people on their knees, on their faces, arms up to heaven or bowed down low. They talked a lot about going low and being on your knees, going low, which I love and having just being in that quiet place too. So we did a lot of just kind of worship. Worship is that the core scripture reading and all in agreement with that. Um, being quiet before the Lord on our knees, repenting, being led into repentance by one of the college students, which was a really raw, transparent um, heart, you know, deep heartfelt repenting um, prayer. Beautiful. But anyway, that's probably all I have right now, but I'll end with the core values that he was sharing. One of the leaders was sharing about this whole movement was radical humility Radical humility. So much of it's about love, love, loving, loving the person next to you, loving people, love, preferring and loving whoever's next to you, before you, around you. The other one was reverence, reverence. And they talked about being present. They were discouraging people. They're like, hey, we know you want to take a picture, do a little quick video, but you can't be present. Get present, you know, get with the get with the Lord. So being present because this is a community of holy love, they said. Holy love. And every time after they'd say a scripture out loud, they'd read its different scriptures that they've taken for this revival. They would say, that is the word of the, word of the Lord. And all the congregation were saying thousands of people remember would all say, we believe it. Also, he mentioned one more thing. I keep saying one more thing. There are waves of apologies, waves of apologies. And that that's something I know a lot of people have been experiencing even before the revival. I believe God's getting our hearts ready, but waves of apologies. So anything, anything that comes to mind that you might have any unforgiveness for, something you haven't apologized, just do it, just do it, get, get, get rid of it, deal with it. And so a lot of that's just been real active. So anyway, I'm going to leave you with that today. And um, tomorrow I'm going to go back and I'm going to share more. I decided to do this because this is the easiest way for me to share. And I have so many people that want to hear, but I feel like I'm supposed to share. I feel like I want to bring this to you the best I can. You're seeing videos, you're seeing things, but I'm actually there and I want to be able to convey to you. I want to see this breakout, which is starting around our country. But if I could leave one last thing was the love and the unity that was so tangible was so tangible. I've never felt like in a more safe, beautiful, precious, glorious, tender, kind, thoughtful place. It was incredible. I've never experienced anything like it before. It's truly revival. So we pray for revival in our city. We pray for revival in uh, San Diego. We pray, we seek God for revival for the nations. We say, Lord, let the fires burn and continue to burn. You are so kind. You are so kind to hear us. You're so kind to help us at this time. Things are so hard, yet you're stooping down and you're sitting with your people. We just 
pray, God, that will continue to spread and people will be drawn to you and your love in your name, Jesus. Amen. Oh, and also the students kept te- giving testimonies of them getting, you know, re- rededicating their lives, getting filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, just radical encounters, but like leading like 30 people in their, you know, complex, apartment complex to the Lord or, you know, the gym or like wherever they go, like people are, they're getting, they're, they're meeting Jesus. These guys are leading people to the Lord like crazy. It's just like, it's happening. It's so exciting. All right. So I hope that was a good thing to hear. And I was able to convey with, to you what I'm experiencing and um, pray if you're supposed to come. It, it is worth everything you can do to make it happen. Bless you.